1: Eleven o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Cody Tap, Nick Schwartz with you. Be listening still throughout the day for that sounder, the Juju Smith Schuster sounder that some of you may have just heard. Might have, might have just heard. Uh huh. Might have heard that. Every time you hear that, be the sixth caller. That'll be your chance to qualify for a autographed Creed Humphrey football. So that's happening throughout the show today. Also, we still have two playoff prize packs from our friends at Rally House to give away. We will let you know there'll be an opportunity in, in the, the Chief- segment, maybe. Yeah, or Chiefs Red Half oh, Hour. Yeah, yeah. we'll, sure. we'll go ahead and give people a chance for that as well. And of course, we'll be out at Rally House tomorrow for Red Friday, ten to two. And Michael Massey and MJ Melendez of the Royals going to be co-hosting the one o'clock hour with us, commercial free. So tomorrow's going to be a fun day, getting set for the postseason. And let's get set for the postseason with our guy Danon Hughes as well, former Chiefs wide receiver. Of course, you'll hear him on the call Saturday afternoon at Arrowhead, along with Mitch Holtis, Josh Klingler. And Dan Israel, uh, are you excited for uh, for Lil John also at halftime, Danon?
2: Yeah, I am actually. Uh, I don't know if there's uh, been a situation or very many situations where I could say I've been excited for halftime, but I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like being the first game of the weekend. The Chiefs faithful. It's a Saturday, a Saturday afternoon, so the fans will have. Uh, A lot of time to get some gasoline in them Uh and be amped up and ready to go. Their their throats and their voices should all be rested from the bye week. So not only the normal arrowhead, the normal noise, but then to be amped up by little John at halftime, that's going to be fun. I feel like Trevor Lawrence was the wrong messenger
3: for the Jacksonville is just as loud, not because of him, but because it's Jacksonville, Danon. This was a. If this was Josh Allen talking about Buffalo, we wouldn't even have argued.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, he'll learn. I mean, bless <laughs> his hard. He'll learn. Uh, I don't think he got a heavy dose of what Arrowhead could be when he was here back in week 10. And also, like I, I spoke about this on a, another interview on SiriusXM last night. Two, two things uh, are true. One, when you're on offense at home – you don't get to taste the realness of the noise when you're on the sideline. Yeah. You can hear your home team cheering for your defense and that can sound loud, but you're never experiencing it on the field. So Patrick Mahomes only knows how loud arrowhead can get based on being on the sideline. That's the same thing that Trevor Lawrence experienced last week. So what he's coming into is a hornet's nest that when he's actually on the field, and based on his words, he's going to get, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, he's going to get 100 of what the Chiefs fans can give him, bringing me back to, like, the days of the 90s when we almost got penalized for <laughs> crowd noise.
1: What, what do the Chiefs have to look out for most, though? I mean, I know they played each other in Week 10, but now this is a much different Jags team, and certainly confidence. But what's the one area where uh, maybe you should be concerned if you're the Chiefs?
2: So I feel like the number one thing that comes to mind is their run game. Travis Etienne can be a viable running back. And you, anytime you come in, in the playoffs, people will tell you your run game is what gets you over. And they have some confidence in their run game. Just go, just displaying that fourth down in one call where they just ran a sweep to the right with Travis Etienne. So to me, that's, that's the component that we have to be careful of because any efficiency that he brings is less time that Patrick Mahomes can be on outfield. So if people want to say that he or Trevor Lawrence are the best players on that team, the more time that those guys have the ball, the less time the best player in the league has the ball. So that's the number one thing that comes to mind. The other thing is that they are number four in the NFL At creating turnovers. They created three turnovers against us in that first game and didn't give us the ball at all. And even though we played penalty free in that game, relatively free on offense and defense and clean, like we gave them the ball and they were adamant. If you look back at that tape, they were adamant every time they tackled somebody, they tried to rip the ball out every single time. That's something that we don't do as well. So my concern is flipping the field with those turnovers. If we're giving them the ball and short field and they have that run game moving uh, that can make it really, really tough for us.
3: I really feel like if it's not turnovers though, then it's a bloodbath because Jacksonville had no answers to stop the chiefs. They're 27th in pass defense. They let Mahomes do whatever he won in that last game. They didn't seem to have the defenders to match up. They got some pressure. There's no doubt but zero sacks. Like, I feel like, Dana, if they don't get the turnovers, that's where I see this game being a blowout.
2: So, every so often, I wake up in a cold sweat remembering (laughs) the Colts games and the playoff games that I lost as well as some of the heartbreakers that we've seen since my playing days. So, I don't ever take any other team for granted if I've learned that it makes it somewhat of an uncomfortable time of the year for me personally because like i've been through that storm so yeah w- are we a better football team yes i mean they were 9 and 8 and we were 14 and 3 so yes we're a better football team we're playing on our home field yes we're we're better than them all going coming to arrowhead but the game still has to be played and very rarely do you see blowouts in the playoffs so like a tight game for them and the, the abilities that they showed last week that they're never out of it and they're willing to play full 60 minutes like there's still some concern because it's the playoffs and uh so I'm not going to overlook the Jaguars I feel like we're a better football team and as long as we show that we'll be fine
1: We're talking to former Chiefs wide receiver Dane Hughes. Of course, you'll hear him Saturday on the Chiefs radio network when the Chiefs take on the Jags. Uh, Do you think we're seeing McCall Hartman this postseason at all? Let's say the Chiefs hopefully get to a Super Bowl. Is he playing?
2: I don't know. I mean, I'd like to see him in the playoffs. Part of the reason is you never know when you'll need him. Uh, You'll never know how things unfold. I remember Look, in week 10 against this Jaguars team, we lost two receivers in that game. And so to me, like, I feel like you want not just a healthy McCall Hardman, but you want a confident, up to speed, got his legs under him, uh, has had some game experience back in the mix since he went down with an injury. Like, that's the McCall Hardman you want. I don't, I don't want a McCall Hardman that just has to be forced in after not playing for several weeks because somebody else went down. So to answer your question – I don't think we'll see him um, in this first game, but I'm hoping he can work his way, if we get the win, he can work his way back in in the the AFC Championship.
3: Obviously, you cover the Chiefs, you played for the Chiefs, so I guess your answer would be Andy Reid in most creative play caller. But is Doug
2: Peterson second? Man. Uh, Creative? I mean, I, I guess I could give Doug Peterson top five. I'm not sure if anybody else comes to mind right now. But definitely top five, maybe top three. But Gutsy, probably number two. To, to call the calls, that, to make the calls that he had, to handle the players, to recognize the situation, to have the presence of mind of calling a timeout, gathering everybody together, managing the moment. Like, you have to put him up there. So, yeah, impressive, and he learned from the best. And hopefully the mentee does not get the best of the mentor this week.
1: I think the last time we, uh, we we talked to you, we obviously found out that the game, if needed, in a neutral side, is going to be in Atlanta. Now that you've had some more time to to kind of sit on it, would you rather, if the Chiefs advance, go to Atlanta, neutral side against Buffalo, or you'd rather be at Arrowhead, but you got to take on Cincinnati?
2: Personally, I'd. Lo- I'm I'm coming from that mindset as a former player. Like I want Cincinnati, uh, in part because. Like I, I feel like if I was a boxer instead of a football player, I would be the guy that got knocked down, knocked out, or lost the boxing match, and immediately come back and say, I want him again. <laughs> right. and yeah. Lose to the same guy, <laughs> I want him again. And lose to the same I wouldn't want to fight anybody else. I would just want to fight that same person that just kept beating me. And I feel like that's a mindset that the players have now. They recognize that the Bills are a really good team, but I I know from my mindset, like, I want to slay the dragon. I want to slay that dragon and put that totally behind me. So, And also have the benefit of playing at home. I feel like that would probably be the the unified uh, or uniform choice of many players if they were truly, to be honest.
1: You got Joe Mixon today coming on saying it's disrespectful that they're already selling neutral site game tickets. I'm like, man, this is kind of, they have to plan ahead, man. He does realize goes. that
3: you can buy AFC title yeah. game tickets in oh Cincinnati right now, right?
2: <laughs> it made me laugh, guys. It made me laugh because I remember how coaches and PR departments, you know, perfectly placed newspaper clippings around the locker room or whatever they stoke the fire so well. And coaches make you feel like everybody's against you. Nobody respects you. Like from a business standpoint, do you really believe that any organization would you as the Bengals not be selling AFC championship tickets? Like, like be real. So I I think it's a lot of, it's a lot of BS on his part. I get it as a player. You want to, you always want to look for those little slights, but in reality, you know, everybody's selling AFC championship and NFC championship tickets who could possibly host a game.
1: Danon Hughes, former Chiefs wide receiver, will be listening Saturday afternoon over on 106.5 The Wolf. Thanks, man. We'll check in next week. All right, fellas. There you go. We'll also be listening tonight. Players only starting at 6 o'clock. Sean Barber and Danon Hughes, 6 to 7 right here on 610 Sports Radio. And then uh, that betting show, hosted by yours truly from 7 to 8 tonight as well. Yeah, the Joe Mixon thing, like... You, Cincinnati is it. currently, you can yes. buy
3: AFC title game tickets for Cincinnati against Jacksonville right now. Yeah. It turns out you have to
1: plan ahead in, in terms of ticketing. So like, <laughs> That's like, how it I, works. As, as Dana said, players will use anything, you know, for motivation, but just like the not like disrespectful. Yeah. If Kansas city were to lose to Jacksonville and Cincinnati were to be Buffalo, Cincinnati would host the AFC title game against Jacksonville. Therefore they're selling tickets right now, just in case it is how it works. It's so, so weird.
3: It's just how this goes. I don't, Mm-hmm. Like outside of that, I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, unfortunately, for Chiefs fans, they have to prepare for both contingencies. Right. Both if this game was in Arrowhead or if this game was in Atlanta. But Buffalo's dealing with that same thing. They just think it's less likely because they feel like the Chiefs are getting past Jacksonville. Like, if you're a Buffalo fan, you're probably spending your dollars thinking I'm going to Atlanta versus if you're a Chiefs fan, you're like, I don't know. I mean, maybe will he be here? In maybe we're down here in Atlanta. I don't know which way it's going to go. It's a mystery. But I think a largely like it just but players like that. That's the one thing I do understand about like a player's mindset, like where Danon, because like, I think it's wrong. Sometimes Dana wrong. The Chiefs should not want to face Cincinnati. They should want to face the easiest possible opponent all the way down to the end. I think any more like the mentality of like, I want the best, of the best stupid. Screw that. I want titles. Titles come with ease. I don't care. Like, I'm not going to go back and count up how many easy matchups, how many Jacksonville Jaguar, Blake Bortles led teams that the Patriots got on their way to Super Bowl titles. It doesn't matter to me because you got the win because you got to face Jacksonville. That's an objectively good thing. Like, just. Just root for
1: chaos is normally what I would say. But we'll yeah, it doesn't to, make any sense. We'll get to the trash of the day in just about four or five minutes. But there is something that worries you. Not that what we not what we've brought up so far. No. Nothing necessarily about the scheme, but something that happened last it's, time.
3: It's the way teams like Jacksonville play in games where they know they're behind before the whistle starts. And that's how they played against the Chiefs last time. Dirty. Andre Cisco went at the head of multiple chiefs players. The last time they were out. And I don't want some hit by him or some other Jag to end up being the difference. Why the next game might be more difficult. If they're able to get past Jacksonville on Saturday, it seemed fairly obvious. Like in going back and watching that, like you just be like, no, he's just playing hard. I was like, he kept going after everyone's I head. Thought the
1: second, of course, hit.
3: I'm worried about
1: it. If we remember the sequence right, the one hit Juju, of course, knocked out. Really scary situation. Then, very few plays later, there was the hit on MVS. I thought that was the dirtier play. I actually didn't think the Juju one was "quote unquote" dirty. The one against MVS was the worst hit in terms of and
3: being then a, he had dirty a third hit. one later in the game too. Yeah. My like, body is my career,
1: and shaving my pubes is no different. I don't Juju.
3: <laughs> I don't think that you can say like, okay, you hit a guy in the head once, okay, accident. Second time, that's not feeling like such an accident anymore. Three times in one game, Gold? No, you played a dirty game. And I think what happens here is when you're the inferior opponent going into the game, everyone pitches you as that, you feel that way. That's why, uh, like in college basketball, it happens a lot, Gold, where it gets chippy. You know, everyone starts getting kind of like, it happened in the Miami-Buffalo game. I thought that's why Miami started to stir it up with them a little bit. Because they know that they're trying to get an edge. And against Kansas City, I think teams do this a lot because they go into a lot of games feeling like they need an edge against what is one of the best teams in the NFL. And Jacksonville did the dirty hit model. And I yeah, I'm worried that that will show its face again. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I, got, I yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm not I'm not as concerned necessarily with that. I think certainly fans will be ready. I mean, if there's a if there's one player that's kind of enemy number 1 on the Jags for this game, uh, it's definitely him because he knocked out your wide receiver. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and cost him multiple games and it took some time for him to get back in the swing of things I'm actually interested I'm surprised that they honestly didn't make Juju Smith-Schuster available to the media this week Um, I guess there's a chance that that could happen at some point uh, today but uh, because Andy's going to talk at one and you'll hear from Andy but I was a little surprised they didn't make him available considering the last time they played he got knocked out of the game it was a concussion and just more on his thoughts of playing a team where as you're saying you thought they were dirty and Get his thoughts on that, but I don't know if we'll hear from uh, Juju or not. But let's get to the trash of the day. So, uh, the trash of the day—you uh, probably make your own pasta, as we've discussed. Cody I have made my own pasta. Bo- Cody doesn't buy box pasta; he's too good for I that. Made pasta last night, it was but, regular uh, box pasta. Uh, well, but you I, didn't make I your made, own. I'm stunned. No, I don't make my pasta every time; it's okay. just when I feel like it. So, have you ever heard of ronzoni pastina? No, I don't think I've paid it's too much. It's a little the like star. Okay. Yeah. Pasta. Sure. I guess they announced they're discontinuing that brand of it. Ooh. Anyway, okay, whatever, okay, move on. Let's just other get a different pasta. Ex- that's what I thought. So <laughs> what? That's what I thought. It turns out people like it so much found them uh, selling them on eBay. Amazon and eBay reselling the pasta. $25 Excuse a box. me? Pasta's like $2. Typically, it's sold for less than 2 bucks for a 12-ounce box. It's going for $24.99. The company announced they're discontinuing it on January 3rd. I understand some people freaked out, and there were some other food items recently people were buying when they thought they were going away forever, but we're also talking about box pasta here.
4: Do you guys still want me to play the uh, Trash of the Day sounder? No, uh, it's cool. Nah, it's a little late now, yeah. I feel like the conversation, it adds to the conversation. Go ahead and do though. it real quick,
0: then. Trash of the Day. Can we box start pasta?
4: over? 24.99 because people aren't going to be able to go to the store to buy anymore. That's nuts.
1: Absolutely. What are not. you paying 24.99? You know
4: why Cody doesn't like this though? Because he will just make Look, his own pasta. It's on Amazon. He right already now. made that joke. It's that. too late.
1: Yeah,
3: I already too late he into met, this conversation. He, he,
4: he yeah, I already said that. What else did you say? I don't want to. That 20, was mostly 24.99 it. <laughs> on Amazon, man. <laughs> I'm not paying 25, and no one's paying for it. Oh, it's selling. Of course, it's a number. It's listed as
1: the number one bestseller in the Italian pasta category on Amazon. How
3: many Italian pasta categories are there well, on no, Amazon?
1: No. Well, there's one Italian pasta category, but the number one seller is Ronzoni Pastina, 24 dollars The next best is like, you know, the Barilla, like ready pasta stuff that's like already cooked, but you kind of, that's the number two seller. So wait, let me just be... If they said why, why cancel a type of pasta you make? Um, it says pastina has been a staple in households across the globe for decades. Long has been heralded as a perfect choice when you're feeling under the weather in need of a meal that is filling but won't upset your stomach. Whether you serve it with butter, <laughs> marinara sauce, or in soup, pastina is the ideal choice for anyone seeking a little TLC. That's the There's a change.org posi- uh, petition going on right now to have him bring it back.
3: According to them, their longtime supplier of this will no longer be making it. And they looked for an alternative solution, but were unable to identify ah. a viable option
1: to continue making this pasta. Text line's correct. If you listened yesterday of the show, here's our chance. Cody and Gold Star Pasta. This is it, Cody. You wanted, bo- you wanted box branding? Here it is. This is your chance. I mean, I'm open to this.
3: <laughs> I made it very clear. Have I set a meeting with a local chip supplier? Yeah, I have. I have. I will now do things to spite you two. I just want you to know that I will do things just out of that, just out of Nick and that. I have to
1: sign off on it, though.
3: You, you know, what, I'm our, gonna using disagree our, using our name. Well, then it'll just be Cody. I'll just I'll X I your am, name out. I have a meeting and bold, and it'll be me I and Pete also,
4: I also have a meeting set up with a local restaurant who is considering naming a a menu item after us. Oh, perfect! And we've got a brewery that's interested in going with the beer and, herself, and gold has set up a meeting with them. So, we're so good. it sounds like you guys are on board. The goal
3: of our name on five things this year seems very viable at the moment.
1: There you go. $24.99. I for
4: was thinking about cutting you guys out and just having the, the menu item at this restaurant just named after me.
3: <laughs> that would um, that's not exactly what I had in mind. I understand your name is not on the show, though, so maybe yeah, we can and find I, a, and honestly, a man, compromise.
4: And honestly, I've had about enough of that.
3: <laughs> you want to be Cody and Gold,
4: it's time and to, also Nick. Time to stick up for myself. What would you like the show name to be? No, I don't want to change the show name. It's too late for that. I'm <laughs> just going to start doing think?
3: personal branding. <laughs> oh, I see. You're not. He doesn't want to change the name. Just you want the Nick Schwartz sandwich. Bingo. Uh, it's, it's, you got it. Flow. The Schwartz Sammy? Hmm. Kind of a tongue twister. Hard to say, isn't it? If you pay $25 for this, you're an idiot. I agree. There are 100,000 types of dried
1: pasta. Just choose a different one. Not that big of a deal. That's the trash of the day. Up next, we get into the Chiefs Red Half. I'll be listening for your chance to win one of those playoff prize packs from Rally House. And I think we're back to where we used to be in KC with one big question. I'll tell you what that is next.
0: You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by GAN Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, GAN Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show
5: every Thursday night at 7 o'clock, right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot?
2: Chiefs Kingdom. This is Mitch Holtis and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold. Every day at eleven thirty on your official
1: broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Chiefs Red Half Hour is brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. During the Chiefs Red Half Hour, be listening, you'll have a chance to win one of those playoff prize packs from our friends over at Rally House. Chiefs hat, koozie Flag, two cups. We'll be out at Rally House tomorrow for Red Friday as well. 10 to 2, come out, say hello, and then in the 1 o'clock hour, the entire 1 o'clock hour is going to be commercial-free. And we're going to have Michael, uh, Michael Massey and MJ Melendez join us from the Kansas City Royals, co-hosting the entire 1 o'clock hour. It's going to be a ton of fun tomorrow. We'll have some more prizes to give away tomorrow as well. Cannot wait to be out there. We don't do a ton of shows on remote, honestly. Really, like Seriously, we don't. Uh, so very few.
3: The, the very first show you and I ever did on remote, was it Old Chani Pizza? And then the That's world right. shut down
1: after COVID. That is true. So that is, that is true. Is that the last? Sh- other than, uh, well, we've
3: done the. We did one at a at a wiffle ball field at someone's house. Mm-hmm. If that counts. Um, I'm talking. I like gotta. Yeah. We did I mean, one at no other pub for the NCAA tournament. We did. We did. Ours are spectacle remotes. This. So let's continue that. Well, let's do something
4: absurd. Have you guys thought at all this week about what happens if they don't like you guys? I've considered it
1: because
3: they're going to be um, spending
4: an hour with you. Like, what if you get 15 minutes in and they're just like, these dudes are lame. And then Massey's like, they don't even have cool shoes. Normally, if that's the case, it's just
3: like any other party you don't like. Shots. I'm going to suggest shots. Let's do that.
4: But it's not at a bar. Are you going to bring booze? Yeah, I'll just bring it just in case. It's like backup. Uh-huh. And Wait. then so then they'll think, okay, not only do these, do these guys <laughs> suck, one of them's an alcoholic. <laughs> Drinking it one in the afternoon. Work it's day. a Friday. Yeah, but they're getting into season, man. You think, you think Massey and Melendez are just going to get ripped on a Friday afternoon? Spring training's is right around the corner. They got four weeks. It's one time. I mean, uh.
1: Vinny, Vinny told us, at least food-wise, he's, I think, what was it, two weeks ago? It was like the last time he was going to eat, and then he was there was full go. Like, he was already it was full go at that point based on diet and everything. I don't know, man. Come on. One one drink? One drink with friends? What, you want us to bring beer to the remote? Is that what you're suggesting? I was just,
3: now I'm just suggesting that we have a backup plan in case what Nick says. They don't like us. I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine.
1: The good news is they're co-hosting it. So, Cody, if you just want to go home early. Oh, that's true. And we want to go home early. Yeah, you guys should ho- both just get. leave and say, you guys got it from here, right? Yeah, like 1 o'clock hour, it's your it's, it's your show. next let's do it like because uh,
3: like like it's, it's Survivor, Post. and we get 20 minutes in, and they get to choose who they want to vote <laughs> off.
4: Well, think about it. Four <laughs> hosts is Alex. too many. That's too many cooks in the kitchen anyway. I agree. And they're the guests, so I think. We'll just let them like, vote one of us off after just, about 20 minutes. You guys just bow out. You guys got it. You
1: guys got it from here. So that's tomorrow at at, a rally house. Uh, I've been doing a couple, as you have Cody as well. Now that you're in the divisional round and doing a couple radio hits around the country, everybody wants to talk about the chiefs and the feeling in Kansas city and every single hit I've done. I kid you not seriously, every hit I've done one of the questions at some point it's so is it super bowl or bust in Kansas city? And I'm like, when you're 14 and three, you have the guy that's going to win MVP this year on your team even if it wasn't that before the season, because I really don't. I Personally, for me, it was not super robust in August. You can't tell me it's not super robust when you win 14 games.
3: I guess when you get to this, like, let's say no matter what stage you're at um, of the season before it goes into it. If you get to this stage of the season, how many teams is it not that
1: for, you know? The well, Giants, I would, I would argue it's the Jags, the Giants and Jags. It was, it's not Super Bowl or bust. I mean, every player of course is going to say that, but truly a fan base wise, the Giants yeah, were, didn't they'd think be they were okay. going to playoffs this year.
3: They'd feel like they were still in a good spot, but it is for more teams than it's not at this point. That's why the question seems kind of silly for the chiefs. It is for the Eagles. It is for the Bengals. It is for the bills. It is hell. I think as long as they've been paying Dak Prescott for the Cowboys, it is. It's super They've had him every forever. year,
1: seemingly for the Cowboys, especially as Jerry Jones gets older. I mean, it, seriously, like, I mean, it, that's where they're at.
3: You could make an argument for the 49ers. they got time because Brock Purdy, but it's like, you're also, your roster's maybe never going to be this good again. Their roster is great. Like you can even make an argument on their end from, from Kansas city's perspective. It's probably going to, like, I would guess that if we play this out for the next 10 years, Eight of those years, I'm going to say it's Super Bowl or bust. There'll be two. I talked myself into trying to soften it like we did a little bit before this year where I'm like, you know, maybe the divisional round
1: playoffs could be, you know, possible. Like it's before the season. I I don't remember what you said before this season because of the Tyree kill trade, even though we we all still thought they were going to win the division and make the playoffs. I wasn't at Super Bowl or bust in August because I was asked that question in August by people around the country, too. And I said, I, I don't believe that was the case heading into the season. But expectations can change. Just like in Philly, you just said it. Yeah, for them now, number one seed, you got Jalen Hurts, you yeah, had Super Bowl or bust. Before the season, it was not Super Bowl or bust for Philadelphia.
3: No, but during a runner-up MVP year in Jalen Hurts, and yeah, yeah. they had the best record in the okay. NFC.
4: Let me ask you guys this. In the AFC, mm-hmm. Everyone, uh, this is not a joke, but- it, do do you feel like the Bills and the Bengals are more yes Super yes. Bowl or bust because well, they, they don't have it they, and because you wonder how long their window is going to be open? Burrow still in a rookie deal, so that's always or bust if you've got like a
3: you know all pro caliber quarterback. Bills because they've come up short a, a bunch of times now over the last few years, and they're already paying Josh Allen, and they don't. Neither of them has a Super Bowl, so yeah, for them it's more of that. The problem is because, I, because they they have more I don't know they how many teams
4: pressure. I don't know. It just seems a little silly to me that all of these different things are super, all these different teams can yeah. be Super Bowl or bust. Like the Chiefs have a Super Bowl. I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't really view it as Super Bowl or bust. That should be your goal. That should be your aspiration. But I'm not to the point where anything short of a Super Bowl should be seen as a disappointment. Like, I mean, if the Chiefs lose to Jacksonville sure. this weekend. Right, but if you lose to the Bills or the Bengals next weekend, I don't think we're going to look back on this season and say it was, like, some sort of massive disappointment. I know we want them well, to win the Super get, Bowl every single year, but that's just unrealistic expectations. And
1: that's where we get into, like, the, the semantics of all of it, right? Like, disappointment, any time, like, I'm sure the Chargers are disappointed with their season. The Jags sure. will be disappointed. Failure versus disappointment, right? Like I'm, I'm with you. Like the, I won't. I, if the Chiefs were to lose in an AFC title game, the season isn't a failure. It's a massive disappointment, though, when you ended up winning it's, 14 games. Yeah,
4: yeah, I guess that's it. It's like, okay, well, what does bust mean? Because if if we're saying that it's just going to be Super Bowl or bust every single season, I hate to break it to you, but there's going <laughs> to yeah, be a lot right, of seasons right. where mm. you're going to go bust. To right. to
3: your argument, this ranks third in the Mahomes era of. What was the most important Super Bowl to get? <laughs> a five-year third uh, of
4: five. Well, <laughs> he's in the AFC title oh, game man. every
3: damn year. <laughs> I
4: know. It's just so spoiled, 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 The, first, spoiled, the, first, spoiled, the spoiled. first
3: one is getting the one, right? You got to get one. It's important to get one. That was first. Then it was the chasing Brady Super Bowl, right? That year, because they had a chance to go back-to-back, they were in the Super Bowl. Like, that one meant something from a, can Patrick Mahomes take a real run at greatest quarterback or most successful quarterback of all time. That one will still weigh more. This one's third. <laughs> the first one was rookie year MVP. That one felt that one felt pressureless. Yeah. I that did. one felt like, eh, whatever. It's cool. I guess we'll see. And they already lost some of the steam off the last one. Now it's starting to get like it seems like it means more to me than last year's one to a point. Because the year before they'd already kind of lost some of the steam of the one of you know, the dynasty run, as it were. Like yeah. this doesn't reignite that, does it? Like if they win a Super yeah. Bowl this year, do we reignite the can this team be a dynasty if they win one next year? I'm sure it will come back up. But yes. do you think that that's uh, reasonable? Yeah, like if, a pre-conversation. If they-, if they win the Super Bowl this year, can it be a dynasty if they win it next year? They win three out of what f- six years? Five years? Is that close enough?
1: Yeah, I mean that'll be that will be the conversation uh, certainly. I you know for me because of how teams approach this past off season uh, from the, from week one on it was. For Buffalo, anything other than going to the Super Bowl for Buffalo is a failure, plain and simple. I don't think that's the answer for Kansas City uh, before the season. And, and Buffalo just position themselves. And you said it. The Chiefs already have a ring in their back pocket. Uh, Buffalo and Josh Allen and Sean McDermott, that organization doesn't have it. They're still living off the 90s and going to Super Bowls and, and not winning them. Uh, that, that is still what they're dealing with. Much like we talked about the Chiefs in 2019, it was still looking back uh, 50 years ago. You know, from from their championship, uh, the Bills are looking back to the 90s for the Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, the first one was, that one's going to be tops forever. And then, you know,
3: it, it, I think, you know, it could be second fairly easily if he doesn't have one another five years, you know. That's how quickly that will jump into the thing. But it's hard, Nick, because, like, to your point, all that is true. But a lot of it, too, is also, like, if I made you rank, what were the most talented teams over the last five years? Like, rank them one through for five. The, for the Chiefs? For the Chiefs. This one is right at the top of I the list. Gonna, I was
1: going to say it actually might be the most talented. You can make the case. I understand there's no Tyreek Hill, but the defense is a big part of the equation here as well. And you're getting and this offensive line, I understand in the early couple but like this offensive line suddenly as much as we've talked this about This is the best offensive yeah. line they've
4: had in any of I'm the I'll be fighters. honest with you. I think it's the second least talented of the Mahomes era. I think the first year was that? the least because because of the de- – like, it's weird. I don't know. The defense we is just- really young, so it's unproven. Yeah, that's just it. It's like maybe yeah. two years from now we'll be talking about how talented this defense. But in the NFL, I know it's nice to have depth, but ultimately I think we judge talent. On star power. Like how top heavy are you? because I think this team talent wise is actually very similar to
1: 2019. It doesn't mean that they're gonna go and win the Super Bowl as we were, t- we were talking earlier in the I show. I think they're worse than that team because they
3: have less defensive talent in my opinion, and they
1: have they don't have Tyree Kills, so they have
4: less offensive yeah, talent. Yeah, and you do, you don't have an all pro safety like you had with Tyron Matthew as well. Like that uh, Tyron Matthew was the best at player time, at his playing. position. When the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, so but they also their offensive line wasn't as good then. uh, Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you could kind of go either way, but again, I just I think it's it's realistic as long as you have Mahomes and Reed, you should expect to compete for Super Bowls every single year. But I think it's dangerous to say it's Super Bowl or bust because if the Chiefs don't because this is realistic, like over the next five years, the Chiefs might not win a Super Bowl. I think they will. But there's a. I mean, we've seen it with Aaron Rodgers. We've seen it with Drew Brees. We see it with guys all the time, Russell Wilson, who win one early in their career. It's and just you that, feel um, like they're knocking on the door every year and then they never get it. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but be careful because if you get five years from now, they don't win another Super Bowl. I'm a little afraid of the kind of conversations we're going to be having about Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I think that's just how sports were. I mean, look what we're discussing
1: with Sean Payton. And He's we, too talented. We're, we should we're, be. we're looking at Sean Payton and saying he
4: underachieved with oh, Drew Brees. Oh, that was mostly... Cody. No, I mean that's, been
1: a, that, <laughs> that's been a that's been a long-standing narrative around Sean Payton, like did he underachieve by only getting one ring with the guy that's going to the Hall of Fame? Uh, you're right that like that will be the conversation that happens 6 years from now if Mahomes only has one. Like I can guarantee you that's exactly the conversation. If Andy Reid and him are together another 5 or 6 years and they don't win another ring, Absolutely, that's going to be brought up as a conversation and people will be critical of. I'm not saying it's even 100% fair. Because no, it is, it is fair. It is He's so the most talented to, quarterback in uh, NFL history. Uh, you should have more than one yeah, Mahomes in needs five years. Mahomes needs to win four of them, apparently. No, uh, he, I just like, say you should have more than one. No, five. I that exact five number is two. Five, five, yeah. five. Five. Should we go to six? Six. I mean, if he didn't win six, then who the hell is he anyway? Honestly, you know? a bum. A bum, that's the I, answer. Man, you know goodness. what? This is
3: why nobody on the text line trusts you two. You just take a simple point that is, it is fair to criticize Patrick Mahomes if he doesn't have another Super Bowl in five years, too. Well, I guess
4: everyone thinks he should have 12. Hey, since we're on the, uh, since we're talking about no, Tyron Matthews, do you think he should be in the ring? Was, should though. he be in the ring of honor? <laughs> my
3: God, let's not do that again. No, I mean,
4: should he though? I don't. Two first team all pros, Super Bowl, ring of honor, right?
3: I don't even remember. <laughs> this argument went so poorly. Tyler Matthew absolutely is going in the
4: chief oh, ring yeah. of honor. Yes. Oh yeah. First no, ballot said, ring of honor. You said he would.
1: Hmm? Now should going he? To. He's going to. Not going to. Should he be in it? Answer in. the question. He's going in. Alex,
4: <laughs>
3: I'm begging you. Stop saying he will. Yeah. Should he? He's going in the... That's the fin. stupidest. That's the dumbest argument. He just refused. This is what you happened hey. the last time. He refuses to answer, should he?
4: Hey. Not will he. Hey, King should Kong. Should he be... <laughs> you freaking ripping the microphone <laughs> off of the table. This, honestly, like, Alex, I think, this could go to HR fault. after this segment. I think <laughs> Alex would go to HR for harassment. That was should. borderline threatening what you he know, just did. And last- yes, I,
1: last time I also told you he should go. On. Does uh, that make you happy? Are you going to calm down if I say he should? He should and he will. How about that?
3: makes me feel better yeah <laughs> just god
1: like, <laughs> you just came unglued he did uh, do we have the did we have a video clip of that please the last
3: the last time we did this he just that he was just like it was a uh, you know what it is it's probably because of the argument that this show got in over the mvp when you're like or or uh, you know like well you know he shouldn't you know like he can't win it for
1: what? Versus no, should? That was when you guys the said Chris Jones should be Defensive Player of the Year, and I told you there was no way he could win it because yeah, in but week we're not nine, saying could.
3: We're saying there, there's a difference between will win it and should win it. Yeah, I just me. don't like Those having are,
1: unrealistic conversations. Like I just don't. I just don't like. I think that's a waste of time. That's all. But this one wasn't not this one. But the example you're giving, you guys told me in Week Nine that Chris Jones uh, should and, and would win Defensive Player of the Year. And well, I we said certainly didn't say named, would. We I said, said should. Nick, Nick Bosa and Joe uh, Nick Bosa. And Micah Parsons exist, and it was way too – it was not worth my time having a conversation about that. That's all.
4: Mm.
1: Seems like Have you calmed down? I'm good. Okay.
4: I'm good. Is this what happens when your kids don't pick up their toys? (laughs) I mean, dude. No, my kids are very well-behaved. No, I'm not worried about your kids. (laughs) I don't know why why you went that route with it. You have wonderful children. Great kids, and, and given everything that they've been through, I don't think you need to put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this every every single day. You know, what the most common text is on the text thread since I've been, you know, eighteen Why months. Cody I've been yell here so much. Why is Cody yelling? And you know what? We never really have a good answer for that question. <laughs> I have yet to to find a this concise we way to answer could that. Could or should? We don't ever really know.
3: Mm, it's a mystery most of the time.
1: His glasses kind of fogged up yeah, a little, little bit. bit. Just just yeah. a little bit. Not full. We've seen him fogged up more before. Uh, it, was, it was a little, a little hot little... in the studio
3: today, though. Is it?
1: You know, yeah, little it's kind of comfor- comfortable. Oh. <laughs> it's what? February. It is jan- no, January. It's not even, it's not even the right fe- What it, month is this? Do you guys know last- what this
4: sound means? It is a
1: mock draft sounder. Yeah, we did this in March when there's mock drafts. April. It's, it's January 19th. Why are you playing a sounder?
4: Well, I mean, the draft is less than 100 days away. It is in Kansas 99 City. 99 days. Yeah, and it's in Kansas City. So if there's ever a year not to sleep on the NFL draft and the mock draft sounder, it's this year, guys. We don't this even our... know who the Chiefs are going to pick. What pick are they mocking them with? Well, uh, we know it's going to be the yeah. end of the first round. So we don't really to need it. It doesn't really matter. You know how it is in Kansas City. You're going to be drafted at the end of the first round. Well, Dane Brugler, guys, he He is one of the big boys. He is one of the the titans of the mock draft industry over for the athletic. He has released his mock draft 2.0. And I guess as it currently stands, the chiefs would be projected to have the 30th overall pick in the NFL draft where he has them selecting Jackson, Smith, and Jigbuff, the wide receiver from Ohio State. Now, love love is Isn't he hurt? I
1: love it. Well, He's the best wide receiver in that Ohio State wide receiver room. He got hurt this year,
4: though, yes. This is a little bit similar to what happened with Jamar Chase, except Jamar Chase just didn't play his senior year, still went top five. Before this season, this kid was projected to be a top ten pick, perhaps a top five pick because of his skill level, as Alex alluded to. Got injured. Now all of a sudden there are questions about his health, but you know, we've seen this before where guys get injured senior year of college, they come into the league and then all of a sudden, hey, turns out still pretty good. And this is different than Jamison Williams. He's and Jigba's not gonna miss Till
1: November of next season, the same way like when we talked, about which I would about, have been fine with that one too. We talked yeah. all about Jamison Williams. We'll find out really what he is next year. He played a little bit on the obviously for the Lions on the back half of the season, but like I think we all ex- wide receiver, of course, will be one of the big themes heading into the draft all offseason. Talking about the Chiefs need to go draft a wide receiver. It's going to depend also on what they do with Orlando Brown Jr. and Chris. Yeah, but they don't have you you any what, real
4: draft, long answers draft, in, in wide receiver. receiver you know, sense. this is perfect for Gold because Gold was advocating all year long last for to for to get Chris Olave. Yes. So, you just wide get a receiver, different, Ohio Ohio wide receiver. different Ohio State receiver. I also, then the next year, I want Marvin Harrison Jr. So, I'm just going to stick, and, I'm just going to keep and sticking to wide receivers. And I just want to make one State thing, make one thing perfectly clear. If this kid had been eligible to go pro last year, he would have been the first wide receiver drafted. He would have went before Jameson Williams, Garrett Drake Wilson, London, all of them. Drake London. So, that means Alave. you like it.
3: You like the idea that a talent that good would be so, available to you at Yeah, in and this isn't
4: like a Justin Ross situation where it's like he had one good year yeah. at Clemson and then was injured for four years. He was injured for one year. Like there's, there's no reason to think that like this guy is never going to be healthy again. This that's guy a, is a legit wide receiver. That's an early mock draft sound. The text line says their
1: dog always howls at the sound. Please change it.
4: <laughs> no, guys. Sorry. Mock draft season is officially here. By the way, uh, just in case you were wondering the pick after the chiefs 31st the Philadelphia Eagles, Bijan Robinson running back <laughs> out of Texas. So can you imagine guys, can you imagine another first round running back selection? Cody would have to call for Brett Feach's firing. No, well, that's, that's, that's they're mocked to the
1: Eagles,
3: not <laughs> to right. like the yeah. Eagles.
4: That's, that's Roseman's the problem. Cheese. Yeah, that's how he. Roasts. Well, I'm mean, just saying he's right there. He's yeah. right there. So you know, maybe they maybe
3: not going to take another no.
1: first round. Running yeah, back. we're good on that. Don't have to worry about that happening.
4: They've learned their lesson.
3: They have Isaiah this Pacheco regime.
1: this regime is not drafting a first round running back ever again. This regime. Yes, that's a fact. By the way, you your point a, fact. First I round, like, yes. You're also. Brad Veach is not drafting a first round running back with the Kansas City Chiefs in his time again.
3: Nick, also, why'd you lie to the audience? You said this isn't just like that time Justin Ross had one good year with Clemson. He only had one good year at Ohio State. He was
4: only good for one year. Yeah, but it was really good. <laughs> it was especially good. But no, good. but Justin Ross was like injured. Like this was a multi-year injury sort of thing where yeah. it's like, okay, maybe he'll never be healthy again. That's more of what I was getting at. yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Huh, okay. First of many mock drafts. I can't believe it. This feels too early. I think we, should you, we better, should... you better tell Bink. Someone's got one out. He didn't have one out yet. I think it's got to mm. be... He said that was Dane Luger's
3: 2.0. That's his second mock draft. He's already two ahead. Guys, mock draft season's 12 months. <laughs> 12 months? Yes. I think it starts after the Super Bowl. Yes. One week after the Super Bowl. There has to be like a Super Bowl parade yeah, for a team. For you and guys, then a mock draft. For
4: you guys just because you guys Think are not about mock draft about season all year this long. Off season.
1: Chicago this off season, Number 1 overall pick, most most cap space. Like that their off season is going to be the yeah, most Yeah, they're probably
3: play. having mock draft centers Already. right now. No, oh,
1: they're talking everything off season. They they're also not in the playoffs. The good news here in Kansas City, we get a much longer football season than most cities every single year. We're spoiled.
4: Honest honest to god though. What is the? If give me your top three position rankings, you think the Chiefs should be targeting should? in the first round? Offensive should should tackle, or should or will? Cody tackle, should should should. should, should, should. 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 Is Very different. Are you
3: sure? Cody, I need I need, to,
1: I need to hear you give me the clear answer Off, on who they should. should. should.
3: should. Offensive of tackle, wide receiver, defensive end.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward. I mean, I think it's – I would flip the first two. I think wide receiver should be number one. Yeah, I just I mean, don't I, I have think the
1: answer for if Orlando Brent Jr. or Wiley will be back. So I don't think they're drafting it. At, it depends on if they trade and get more draft assets as well. But I, I would go wide receiver, uh, tackle, and then edge rusher as well. I don't believe they're taking a tackle with their first pick as things currently stand. because at, Unless they're trading up, right? If they're picking at 31, which remember, there's no 32nd pick yeah. this year because the Dolphins cheated. Uh, so there's only 31 picks in the first round. They tried to cheat. They, yeah. They did. I mean, they kind of did. I mean, they attempted. <laughs> they attempted. They got caught. They attempted it, to cheat. Yeah.
4: Stephen Ross. Intent is 90% of the law. That's <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I've heard people say it. <laughs> I'm like SVU yeah. or something. By the way, um, do, do, you, yeah. do you guys remember what this guy did in the Rose Bowl where he was the MVP two years ago? I don't in that particular game. I Okay. Know he well, a... let me go ahead and refresh you. Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. Uh, Rose Bowl, uh, the Ohio State's win over Utah. Finished the game with, I don't know, like, I don't even, I don't know if he definitely, if he necessarily deserved MVP of this game, but the stat lines, I mean, it's okay. 15 catches, 347 yards and three touchdowns. That seems pretty good. Here's his last five games. How's he even going to be available at 30? Because he didn't play last year. He played like two games. Here are his last five games of 2021. 15 for 240, 9 for 139, 10 for 105, 11 for 127, and 15 for 347. That'll play. Jeez. That'll play.
3: I'm having a hard time imagining there are like seven receivers in a go ahead because that's it, how every
4: first round goes. And here's now. what I love about wide receivers: like they always say, like, oh, do you want a USC quarterback? Do you want an Ohio State quarterback? It's like, well, the, the Ohio State wide receivers seem to be banking the transition. Mm-hmm. Okay, because Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave both look like the real deal yeah. year one. So I'll and go Chris ahead. Olave had Andy Dalton slash Jameis Winston throwing him the football. And who did Garrett Wilson have thrown it to him? Uh, uh, Mike White and Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. and Joe Flacco. And he's still put up an incredible season. So, okay. you know what? I'm okay with this one. Yeah. I'm okay with this one. Yeah, just wait till the first one comes out, and they're
1: drafting another safety or something, and everybody will freak out. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I
3: don't think that safety that I actively did not want in Daxton.
1: Daxton Hill, or he whatever. couldn't
3: even get on the field. Yeah, for the Bengals, not a great, not a great go. So I feel feel very good about that. How many? Which wide receivers are going above him? By the way. That Jordan Addison kid that we talked about last year.
1: USC. Yeah. Um, and also, you've got. TCU's wide receiver is going to be the number one draft. The Quentin, oh, Quentin Johnson. is going to be the he first wide receiver legit. off the board. Yeah, He'll be the first wide receiver taken, I think.
4: Yeah, and I would, I would imagine. Um, I would still think, even though from a talent perspective, Smith and Jigba might be the best. Um, Marvin Harrison Jr. is probably going to go before him as well. Can he go? I thought so.
1: I'll take either. I'll <laughs> yeah. take either of the two, whether it's this year or next year for him.
4: Gold is for,
1: I you know, he's a, a sophomore. Off, yeah. Yep. He's next still year. One the more Chiefs year. can draft him next year,
4: please. Um, what, about, what about a quarterback? What about like a project? Anthony Richardson. <laughs> Chad Hendy, Guys, Chad Hennie's getting a little long in the tooth. No. Pass.
3: Pass. Well, thanks for giving us, I guess, our first mock draft sounder this yeah, season, know, even it though it felt not, a little too
1: early. I didn't More know where we were, that came from, boys. Yeah, I didn't know we were getting that today. Get it's right. settled then. Coming up next, we'll get to what's trending, and we we'll talk about players and what they have on the line. How about coaches? I think there's one coach in particular who can actually change his entire legacy this weekend. Next.
0: This is Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gann Asphalt & Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gann Asphalt & Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals First Basement slash NFL Insider, Vinny Pasquantino This football season with Cody and Gold.
2: My Twitter is about to unload
0: <laughs> a football <laughs> tweets. First Jets games that I have free on Sunday, it's it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand.